This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. The toll-free number is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that await you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. You get to control the content of the site, so what you see there has been placed there by listeners just like you. There are different items as you go down the page. There are numbers next to those items. The numbers are votes. You may vote up or vote down, depending on how you feel about any given item on the site. You can also submit whatever you want to it. So you find something online that you think we'll enjoy or our listeners will enjoy, submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com and get interactive. It's all completely free, unlike those other talk show hosts who want to charge you for accessing their websites. And speaking of those other talk show hosts, there was good news in talk radio land today, and that is that the number five talk show host in America has walked off her job. Uh, Laura Ingram is her name. And there's a good chance that your local talk radio station might be a Laura Ingram affiliate, if you're one of our internet listeners, that is. Uh, If you're hearing us live uh, in the evenings on your local talk station, you probably don't need to do this. But some stations out there... We're taking her show, which is a morning show, and delaying it to the evenings, which, of course, would be an ideal time for Free Talk Live to be on that station instead. So if you don't hear Free Talk Live on your local talk station, give them a call, talk to the program director, and uh, if they had Laura Ingram, suggest Free Talk Live as a replacement. Are you actually dancing on someone else's grave? Is She's going to come back, Mark. Well, I, She's not dead. I wonder why she left. Laura Ingram is very cute. The uh, <laughs> I'm not into her, but uh, the talk radio network is her syndicate, and they have just had all ki- all kinds of upheaval recently with their talk show host. Michael Savage left a couple months ago. Uh, now Laura Ingram has walked out the door, and you know Savage came back. Ingram's probably going to come back. She didn't come back to TRN. He came back to the air. Right, TRN is their uh, their syndicate. Now I got to so say come I'm back a big, on a different syndicate. I'm a big fan of uh, uh, of Mark Powers, is the uh, the guy over there in charge. Of uh, no. TR. What's that? No, that's not his name. What's his name? Uh, it's not Mark Powers. I can tell you that. Shoot, I've got to go uh, look at his <laughs> look his name. Up. You're not that big of a fan, I guess. Well, you know, sometimes names slip your mind, but uh, you know, I like what he does. Masters, is Mas- Mark Masters. I'm sorry, I've got his uh, understandable name mixed up with mistake. Else. Masters Powers. I guess it kind of has a similar sound to yeah. it, I suppose. Um, anyway, a big fan of him. I like uh, like what he does, but you apparently know. he's not treating his staff the way they maybe. want to be treated, or maybe they're just there's prima a donnas. lot of prima donnas in our yeah, business. Maybe you they know, are. They're, you know they're 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 not all going to work never, for chump chains like you do. You never hear the other side of the story when it comes to these uh, national talk show hosts being you know walking away from these jobs. You never end up really finding out you know what was going on in the negotiating room because. You know, the year's coming to an end, so contracts are probably coming yeah. up. And as I understand, she did not renew her, her contract. So who knows what she was demanding or what they were demanding or who the bad guy is or if they're both bad guys uh, in this. I don't care. Uh, for me, it's it's opportunity for Free Talk Live, and it's not dancing on anyone's grave, Mark. It's just responding appropriately in the uh, the business environment in which we find ourselves. Isn't Phil Hendry on TRN? And guess who else is uh, upset at uh, at his syndicate? He there has was... been grumbling on his uh, channel. Um, I didn't think you listened to Phil Hendry, Mark. I'm not oh, a big Mark fan. Mark hates Phil Hend- Hendry. Uh, that is an exaggeration. I don't hate the you man. Do- I- you don't like him at all. You do not appreciate his brand of uh, of talk radio. His shtick, where he uh, does the you know the bunch of different voices, I think is very interesting. The first couple of shows that you hear it. After that, it becomes tired to nah, me. Nah, it never gets old for me. I understand. So uh, that, uh, let's, that's a long step away yeah. from hate, right? Good point. Good point. So he, he's not your cup of tea. How about that? <laughs> he was a very nice man when we met him out in L.A. You met him? 
Oh, my man. God. <laughs> yes. We're talk radio hosts. We've met them all. I don't, I don't think I've met Phil. Most of the hosts I... He was I, there. Yeah. I oh, you weren't in the room that for that for that particular event? I, I went up to talk to him and shook his hand. Yeah, I don't think I did. Okay. I think uh, Phil Hendry is a genius. I get the impression that I would not I argue that. <laughs> I agree. I get the impression that he's kind of an a-hole, but geniuses often are. That true. That too. Uh, he was upset. You think Ian's a genius? When I, <laughs> uh, he was upset at the syndicate for what you know, doing what he considers relegating to relegating him to the overnights and to transmitters transmitting to cow pastures. So he was ranting about that once on uh, one of his shows, and somebody had recorded it and put it online, so you can actually hear him. Uh, on his web stream, talking trash about his uh, his syndicator. Anyway, there it's a mess right there, and right now in the radio business. You got Neil Bortz, who's the you know the preeminent libertarian talk show host. Of course, he doesn't know libertarian principles uh, right from left. I'm sure he does know them, but uh, well, he doesn't apply them. He calls himself a libertarian, but he supports war. He's so more, he's he's more libertarian than your average Republican. Th- he's that's true. He supports ending the war on drugs. You know, you got to give him credit where credits due. Uh, but he's walking away from his job too. So well, he's retiring. Well, yeah, but he's walking away from it. And so all kinds of changes are in the loops or that are happening right now in the talk radio business. So perfect time to reach out to your local talk station's program director and ask for Free Talk Live. You can learn more about how to do that over at localfact.freetalklive.com, localfaq.freetalklive.com. So coming up here tonight, Johnny Ray, you're going to talk about fear-mongering. And first, uh, the story that I mentioned briefly last night Federal officials took down 132 websites in a Cyber Monday crackdown. This according to TheHill.com. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement and European officials seized 132 websites yesterday for allegedly selling counterfeit merchandise in a coordinated crackdown time to coincide with the holiday shopping season. It's the third straight year that the government has seized websites on Cyber Monday, the marketing term for the Monday after Thanksgiving when many online resellers uh, offer steep discounts and promotions. Can you tell me about these sites? Because I don't know much about them. I mean, we're talking about they're selling, you know, purses. Knockoffs. Purses that would normally be $1,000 for 50 yeah. uh, sunglasses that would normally be $200 uh, for eight. You know, not a, that sort of I, stuff. I guess I shouldn't say normally because, you know, the name brands of which would be these things and then the, the knockoffs yes. that are much cheaper and will fall apart uh, much more quickly um, are much less costly. Is that right? That's exactly what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. you know, they're I, keeping you safe from those terrible counterfeiters. <laughs> I just – I find it – you know, I mean, I've I've had the opportunity to purchase Jokely's um, in the past. You know, people have, you know, offered me the chance. I don't know that I have. I don't think I ever have bought them, but I have bought cheap sunglasses. And generally, when you buy cheap sunglasses, you know you've bought cheap sunglasses, and they yeah. operate like cheap sunglasses. Um, whereas, you weren't under the impression that they were actually Oakleys. No, I certainly wasn't. Um, and was it the price that was a clue? That was it was a big clue. Yeah. Plus, once you take a look at them, generally you can see that there's uh, some distinct differences in quality. Um, you know, like the Oakleys are just made better. They're obviously you know designed better and all mm-hmm. these things. Whereas these others are you know look like they they've got the O painted on in like gold paint or something. <laughs> just not uh, not very impressive. So. I don't know that anybody's being kept safe in any way here. Well, a friend of mine bought a we were I was I spent some time in South Korea, uh not North Korea, and a friend you know of it mine if you spent it in North Korea. <laughs> bought a knockoff Rolex. And I guess the the way one of the ways to tell a Rolex is the second hand sweeps 
around the face of the dial instead, instead of, of ticking. ticking. Mm-hmm. And this, this, this one had this micro tick, this tiny little tick, so that if you weren't paying attention, it looked like it was sweeping around huh. the face. But if you looked at, if you paid attention, then you could see it ticking. Interesting. How long did it last? I had lasted as long as I knew him. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, you know, I think that that's usually uh, it's the exception, not the rule when it comes to the, the knockoffs. Not all knockoffs are created equal, that's for sure. Uh, in this case, Mark, they're protecting, uh, they're not actually protecting you from anything as a buyer. They're protecting the existing companies who have these name brands from competition. That's really what the protection's all about here. And it's, it's you know, it's a pretty sweet deal for Rolex or for uh, Louis Vuitton or whichever other of these co- uh, companies we're talking about. Because ultimately, it's the taxpayer that is funding this little mission to shut down their competitors. I mean, they, they don't actually have to do anything in the market to compete. They're using taxpayer dollars in the form of ICE, the Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, and their European counterparts. Uh, so, you know, however many millions upon millions of dollars the taxpayers are paying to front, uh, up front to, you know, to pay for this organization that's literally going around and confiscating people's websites. In this case, 132 websites taken down in one day. So the companies themselves don't actually have to spend a dime on doing anything differently or better and actually competing in the marketplace. They get the taxpayers funding the takedown of their uh, competitors. I hope they've gotten back everybody's uh, stuff from all their cars that have been stolen and all the... Uh um, you know, other because I mean, there's a lot of law enforcement agencies get a lot of tax dollars, so the taxpayers get stuff stolen from them all the time in real life. I bet they'd like to get that stuff back too. Eight five five four fifty free. More about the crackdown in moments. It's free talk live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society: the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you would like at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on our site. We've got news updates via email, also Twitter and Facebook. Whatever your preference is, you can get signed up over at news.freetalklive.com. That's news.freetalklive.com. Of course, email is going to guarantee you get all the updates about Free Talk Live but we send more than just updates, uh, news updates on Twitter and Facebook. So if you want to get questions during the show, uh, links to show prep as we talk about them, those sorts of things, sort of the as it happens is happening on Twitter and Facebook. So you can go to news.freetalklive.com to sign up for any one of those that you would like. That's news.freetalklive.com. And it is Twitter Tuesday, at least for the next several hours. Uh, you can tweet something at Free Talk Live. We will see that happen and then follow your profile back on Twitter. So once again, tweet anything you want at Free Talk Live, which means putting the at, the at symbol and then the words Free Talk Live all run together as one word uh, in your tweet. And that's how we will take note that you've actually done it and follow you back in return. So Twitter Tuesday. 
Uh, uh, The phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. It's a company that handles accounts receivable. You can uh, find their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI has been a sponsor of Free Talk Live for a very long time. So if you've got a company and you try something new in the area of uh, accounts receivable, Try SACL CAI. Their banner at freetalklive.com. SACL CAI. 132 websites taken down in another Cyber Monday crackdown. According to thehill.com, the feds, the Department of Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, have been doing this on a yearly basis, apparently. They did it last year as well, uh, where they seized several websites. This year, over 130 of them. Uh, according to ICE Director John Morton, in a statement, he said the operation is a great example of the tremendous cooperation between ICE and our international partners at the Intellectual Property Rights Coordination Center. Our partnerships enable us to go after criminals who are duping unsuspecting shoppers all over the world. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, I can't imagine for a second that there I, I can't imagine the percentage of people that purchase off of these websites that actually believe that they're getting the real name brand item that they believe that they're buying here. I and mean, I just can't believe it for a second. Well, we haven't seen the websites in question. It, it would be interesting to get some kind of an idea as to which sites were taken down because they don't talk about that in this piece. They just give you the number of 132 uh, so it would be interesting to go to one of those sites, maybe via archive.org, which is the web's archive. If you go to archive.org, type in any URL, it'll probably have that website from years ago. Like you could go to freetalklive.com and look back at what our website used to look like 10 years ago with archive.org. It's a cool site. It doesn't catalog everything. I don't know what their criteria are for you know how you actually get into the catalog, but it's almost Almost every site on the internet has been cataloged by archive.org. So it'd be interesting to go back just to see, you know, are they marketing Jokely's or something else, some other product, as though it is Oakley? You know, are they taking a pair of Jokely's that they're getting in China for 10 cents and then reselling them for $100 and calling them Oakley's? I could understand why someone might call that duping a customer, but still... I don't want to pay for the federal government to do this kind of operation. I'm more interested in having the market solve these problems with things like, uh, let's see, what do, you, what do they call it? When you're like an authorized affiliate, there's certain terms for, for that in the business, like certified uh, associate. So, for instance, if you go to Free Talk Live's AMP program, you go to amp.freetalklive.com, there is a little link there that shows you that we are an authorized.net uh subscriber or that we're a we're one of their verified merchants is the term that they use mm-hmm. and then if you click on the authorized.net uh, verified merchant logo it actually goes to authorized.net's website and it will verify that yes free talk live is actually an authorized.net verified merchant and here's the proof you're looking at us telling you this on authorized.net that way it's not just a graphic that we've taken from their website and put on our website yeah. you can click it to verify to make sure so a lot of sites have this if you go to checkout pages on a bunch of websites they'll have some sort of certification that you know that they're safe it's good uh, to, to have certification to sure. buy from and similarly there are official resellers of certain products so, you know, whether it's Oakley or whatever branding we're talking about, Louis Vuitton, etc., there's all kinds of ripoffs out there. These companies will have lists of merchants to which, you know, with which they do business, and there are ways to verify that the people you're buying from are actually the official, you know, outlets, if you will, the official distributors for that product. 
there are ways within the marketplace to verify that what you're getting is the real McCoy. If that's what's important to you, if it's not just the logo that's important, if it's important to you that the product you're buying came from the manufacturer that you're expecting it to come from, there are channels in the marketplace to allow you to, as the buyer, buyer beware, caveat emptor, to check that out and to find out. All you need to do is to spend the time to verify the you know, the business you're going to buy from is legitimate in the way that you expect and that's that. You don't need the government out there spending however many countless millions of dollars on this enforcement. Yeah, whatever they did to enforce this, you can believe that it wasn't the most efficient way for it to be enforced. Governments don't do efficient things. People people learn from their mistakes. That's how we grow, by Absolutely. being allowed to make mistakes, by, by being allowed to face the real world in all its uh, ugly glory. Right. I mean, if you end up not doing your due diligence— and buying one of these ripoff products, and if you were duped into thinking it was the legitimate, the real McCoy, then you might find out otherwise. You might learn that, oh, wow, it's falling apart. You might try to you know, check the warranty on it and find out that, uh, oops, looks like this wasn't actually a legitimate product in the first place that you, know, you find out on the back end of your deal. Well, then you'll, you'll be more careful uh, the next time. And the idea that we need a multi-million dollar agency, and, and I don't know how much funding, maybe it's probably in the billions, uh, that ICE receives, you, know, you, know, you need this me- megalithic kind of uh, monolithic, humongous agency to somehow stop that from happening, to stop that even that possibility from occurring. Which, of course, is ridiculous. They've only taken down 132 websites. I'm sure there are far more than that out there that are offering various different products. And again, if they can't team up with a country in question to do the takedown, because these are probably a lot of international sites. They mentioned they teamed up with European uh, enforcement as well. So if you know the site's located in a country where they just don't give a damn about intellectual property laws, then you can't touch them. And they're going to continue operating. So you'll never protect everybody completely from everything. So it's just a it's just another way for the government agencies to fund themselves is ultimately all this is. They've done stuff. Yeah. Did, now we need more money. Did either of you two get any super deals on Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Nah. I, I'm not really in the market for anything that I can think of. I got a 32 gigabyte micro SD card, which retails for about 70 to 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. I got it. At Staples for seventeen ninety nine. Damn, that's pretty good. Awesome, you cashed in. Uh, my mother wanted to get uh, a, a couple of tablets, uh, the fi- the Amazon Fire things, and they had those on a real good deal for like one hundred and thirty bucks. I'd love to have a have a tablet. When, when did you go, Johnny Ray? I don't remember. It was <laughs> either Friday or Saturday. So was it busy? I mean, were they hopping? No, they weren't hopping when I went in. It was almost certainly Saturday. We're going to continue with your calls here in moments, 855-450-FREE, whether you have uh, intellectual property that you'd like to discuss. Maybe you support the takedown of these websites. Maybe there's someone out there that supports this that aren't the federal government or the brand manufacturers that they're supporting. 1-855-450-FREE, 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves. Also coming up, fear-mongering. Your calls are next. It's Free Talk Live. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rots network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. 
This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up anything you would like at 855-453-SACL-CAI, toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And, of course, you can listen online at listen.freetalklive.com. Uh, there are web streams, so you can listen to us live on those streams, or you can listen to us anytime because they run around the clock, 24-7. You'll hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live over at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, you can get a list of our over 100 great radio stations that air the show at various times throughout the week. Our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, where we're heard all seven nights per week. In addition to that, you'll find that we've got a webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Plus, we're up on KU Band for other satellite listeners uh, where we're on free to air on LRN.FM. 855-453 is the toll-free number. I want to invite you to freestateproject.org. The Free State Project crossed a major milestone a few days ago uh, where it has now gone above two-thirds. We've now reached the two-thirds point of our goal of trying to get to 20,000 people who will sign the statement of intent at freestateproject.org in order to pledge that they will make the move to New Hampshire once uh, the number 20,000 is reached and that there's a five-year window in which to move at that point. Now, there are other ways you can pledge. You can pledge to move immediately or move within a year or move within, you know, but when it reaches... 15,000 or whatever. You can kind of customize your pledge, but the default one is that you'll move to New Hampshire within a five-year window once 20,000 participants of the Free State Project are reached. We are now over 67% of the, or about 67% of the way there. So it's exciting to me because uh, this is the best chance for liberty in our lifetime, I think. That is to get people who care about freedom together, people that understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free, uh, all together in the same place to get active. It's already working with over 1,100 people that are here now as part of the Free State Project. Early movers like myself and Johnny Ray and Mark, all three of us on the show here tonight, are Free State Project early movers. So get on board. Let's let's finish this thing out. Let's get to that 20,000 as quickly as possible. I mean, if everybody who is a member of the Free State or a participant of the Free State Project would just sign up one friend or a family member, then we'd be at our goal. We'd Take be well right over our posts. goal. Yeah. So once again, freestateproject.org. Let's go to the phones here. You can bring up what you want. Tomas is in Grand Rapids. Tomas, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Listen, uh, you know, I really can't expect the American people to be asked to sacrifice when the government is printing $40 billion every month, uh, supposedly until unemployment goes down. And I was wondering if you all knew how this whole mechanism is working, because as far as I know, they're giving it to the banks to buy something called mortgage-based securities. And then, uh, you know, who puts the price on these mortgages? Because let me tell you, if, if a guy came to my store and I knew he had a printing press, he would get really high prices. You know. Well, and, um, what they're doing is they're buying these um, uh, these mortgage-backed securities, and they're not buying the good mortgage-backed securities. They're buying the ba- bad mortgage-backed securities. In some cases, these houses may have been stripped of all their copper and burned down uh, already. I mean, they don't know anything about these uh, these derivatives, uh, these mortgage-based derivatives. And so, essentially, what the Federal Reserve is trying to do, which isn't a government agency, it's just kind of quasi-governmental in that the, the president uh, will appoint the Federal Reserve chairman. 
has some kind of control in that way. It's actually a group of uh, banks, and they create the currency. So this is one way that they're creating, they're just putting more dollars in play. And the idea is, is to rid the market of what they're calling toxic assets, these mortgage banks, these ugly mortgage-backed derivatives. And, um, you know, hopefully the, the, the idea behind it is, is they'll, they'll finally get these ugly things out of the way and we can all move on with the economy into the future. Right. So is there any transparency here? Because, like you said, <laughs> if a house is burned down, you know, maybe it was a $100,000 house, but now it's worth $10,000, what price is the government... I mean, I guess they wouldn't care if they're just printing the money, but still, um, this is devaluing the dollar, so it's like a tax on everybody. Well, is there any way to, to figure out what's going on? The uh, There was a, an audit the Fed bill put through by uh, Ron Paul that did manage to pa- pass the uh, the House, but uh, the Senate Majority Leader, Harry Reid, uh, made, made it very clear that it wasn't going to make it through the Senate. So I would say the answer is no. There's no interest in the Federal Reserve in transparency. If there was an interest in transparency, then they would have, uh, you know, the, they would have at least done some f- kind of full audit of the Federal Reserve. I'd like to know where the... Uh, the the gold is uh, the gold in Fort Knox. I'd like to know if it's still there. Germany and uh, several other Eastern, uh, excuse me, European countries uh, have wanted to see their gold. Uh, what I believe the New York Federal Reserve, who was the holder of that gold, says said to Germany was, "No, you can't see it. Your gold's wet." <laughs> the hell does that mean? It's got water on it. Sorry, you can't see your gold. It well, has listen, water on it. Listen, man. I I hope you all the best with the. Uh, repopulating uh, New Hampshire with uh, liberty-minded folk. Uh, what's the temperature up there right now? Let me see if... Uh, it's I actually a little warm at the there. moment. Yeah, it's a, it's a blistering 32 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. ah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. <laughs> Is it really that All cold? Right, well, listen, thanks. It's snowing. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it, Thomas. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, one of the biggest objections to New Hampshire is, it's cold up there. And it is cold. I mean, I, I wouldn't lie to anybody about the weather. I don't like being cold, man, but I like freedom, and I'm willing to do what it takes. So they have heat. It's not a problem. If you love liberty and you really want to have a chance at it, you got to get together where other people are doing it. And nowhere else is really a, a viable possibility right now. There are some com- uh, competitors to the Free State Project, but they're all in they don't big have states. Any, they don't have any kind of uh, uh, you know evidence that they've done anything no real traction no no track record i mean maybe one of them will really end up being an outstanding alternative but i don't want to move to texas where there are 25 million people and you know under some delusion that we're going to be able to have significant change there you've got to have a small population in order to have a larger impact as a concentrated activist uh group it's absolutely true so uh, let's continue, though, with you and your Also, thoughts. another advantage to New Hampshire is is that, uh, you know, I mean, there's a short distance to the capital. Um, but one of the reasons that people don't get in – I'm from Florida. One of the pre- reasons people didn't get involved in politics in Florida, it's an eight-hour drive to get to Tallahassee from, uh, you know, the South Tampa Bay – Southern yeah. Tampa Bay area. I mean, that's how, – how in the world can you be involved in the legislative process when the legislature meets – I, I mean, a third of a day away from you. You can't go. You can't you get can't on go the road. There and drive back. Not yeah. possible. Uh, you can't get on the road, travel there, uh, testify, and come back 
in a day's time. No. And of course, you know, when you do, that they don't pay that much attention. And I'll agree right. with you that in New Hampshire, they don't pay that much attention either. The legislators don't. But at the very least, you can go and try to hold them accountable. Yeah, here in Keene, we live very close to the, the Vermont border on the, the southwestern part of the state. Mm-hmm. And it's about two hours to the beach. Yeah, that's true. If you call that a beach. It's, yeah. a be- it's a beautiful beach. <laughs> We've got a beach on a lake here in Keene that is uh, as nice a beach as the one out on the ocean, I think. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, 855-450-FREE, right back into your calls. Let's go to a boon in Chicago. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. 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 You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello. My name is Abdul, and I just moved from my Abdul. homeland in India two years ago to the yeah. land of opportunity. Where in India? What, what city? Uh, Bombay. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought that was called, I thought the native speakers called that Mumbai. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. And I would just like to share some culture stories, and also I would like to share a special talent that I have acquired around two years ago when I moved to America. Let's just skip right to the special talent. I have a feeling that's going to be the peak of the call. Okay, I can suck my own cock. All right, thanks for the call. (laughs) Yeah, he got dumped, by the way. (laughs) You can't say, hey, hey, Abdul. You can't say that word on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say it's another name for rooster, uh, except he used it in the inappropriate context. You could say it in the appropriate context, but not in the way he did. That's right. So they cut the Mumbai twist. 855-453. He says he's from Bombay. That's hilarious. <laughs> 1-855. We should have asked him to tell us about the Hindu religion. <laughs> he, he said his name is Abdul. He must be Muslim. Good point. one 450 free That's the uh, SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. We don't mind a good prank. It's just the bad ones. Ugh, they're <laughs> Puke in the Gang, the podcast for grumpy young men, brings you issues. We are talking about raping babies. I love Nazis. Beast Jesus. News. New York shuts down vibrator giveaway. Here's a fun story out of uh, Spain. El Correo. No, wait, that's a newspaper. Personal stories. I kicked a windshield once because I was angry. I just got annoyed and I wanted to die. I know all the words to get in jiggy with it. I have a horribly tiny penis. Responsible journalism. I'm drinking my liquor. When we do the show, we're generally drunk. Pukeinthegang.com. And cake. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want at 855-453-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have on the site for you there. Give them away. Uh, You can support the show, though, if you would like, by becoming an amplifier. Amp.freetalklive.com is where you can go. I mentioned earlier that it is an authorized.net, you know, official, I forget what the term is, but verified merchant. There you go. Verified merchant, meaning you can uh, safely do credit card business on our website uh, over at amp.freetalklive.com. So if you don't want to use PayPal to sign up, you can use Visa or MasterCard right on our site. It's five bucks a month, and you get access to perks uh, like the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast, which is our regular podcast but doesn't have the podcast commercials that the regular podcast does. And in addition to that, uh, there are some other features that you can get access to at amp.freetalklive.com. But the main reason to AMP is not because you are a fan of Free Talk Live so much. That's a, that's a fine reason to do it. But uh, the main reason is because Free Talk Live is the only show out there bringing the message of liberty to regular radio on over 100 stations from coast to coast. We'd like to be on more than that. Uh, you know, there's some, stage, some shows have 500 
uh, station. So it's certainly we've got some room to grow, and we've gotten as far as we have because of Free Talk Live amplifiers like you. So please, if you're not yet an amplifier, if you used to be an amplifier and you want to come back on board, we'd love to have you back, and we would love to have you for the first time at amp.freetalklive.com. You get the perks, and you help Free Talk Live spread to more radio stations and more internet connections. Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. With you tonight, it is Ian. And Johnny Ray. And Mark. We're going to continue with you and your thoughts. Randy is listening in Indiana, in Muncie. Hey, Randy. Hey, what's up, guys? What's on your mind tonight? Not much. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Welcome, sir. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I just, uh, at first, um, I just thought I'd let your audience know that I use a really cool app on my phone to listen to uh, the downloadable podcast version of the show. It's called Audio Galaxy. All right. And it lets you, uh, it'll connect your, your phone to your computer at home and allow you to access all your audio files directly from your computer. So hmm. I've got like an auto podcast downloader that downloads every episode of the show automatically, and then I can get to it anytime I want from my phone just by opening up that app. So Sounds like something you'd only want to use on a uh, Wi-Fi connection because that might really uh, suck away some data on a data plan. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah if you have a limited data plan, um, I have a prepaid plan through Virgin Mobile that allows unlimited so is this an android app or is it for iphone as well do you know i don't know if it's on iphone or not but okay. uh, i have i have android so. audio galaxy thanks for the recommendation what else were you calling about tonight yeah yeah i have a, a quick question um now obviously the, the big problem with government is the consolidation of power within the government um what would stop that same thing from happening in like a truly free market place where there was no government intervention. Well, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with the, the concentration of power. If it happens naturally, the problem I have with government is the coercive nature of it. Yeah, the problem with government is the force uh, that's involved in it. The fact that it is a monopoly on violence and that they force people to do business with it. So if you know, if you're just doing business with people on a consensual basis, I don't know if you know consolidation of power is really the right term for a business that's building itself. I don't, I don't really feel like that's power uh, necessarily, but it's certainly influence. It's I mean, certainly customer base. I disagree completely with both of them. And um, I've got to say that a, uh, the, the problem with government is not force, uh, because force can be used in defensive measures, and force could be used to enforce contracts. Uh, where okay, aggressive force. The problem with uh, government is the claim on uh, a monopoly, and so you know it is a consolidation of power. And I'd like to say that I don't like consolidations of power in the same way I didn't like consolidations of power with, oh, say, Standard Oil, uh, Kmart, um, you know, all kinds Kmart? of Kmart was the big discount shopper at one point. And then along came Walmart. I understand you're 10 years younger than I am, and you may not really necessarily remember that. And you did work for the big K at one point. But at one point, they were the big one. And there have been a lot to, of... To say that's power, though? I mean, I, I don't know if that's the right term. Yeah, sure. Money's power. You could buy influence with uh, with money. Okay. Yeah, power is sure. a catch-all. The, the, the more money you have, a lot of times, uh, means the, the bigger audience. That you have available through advertisements and you know, sure. things like that. 
I, I would also say that there's, an, there's sort of an end game to some extent, too. Um, as the marketplace um, is allowed to act more efficiently, it's going to get to an end place that's going to be – that's going to stop uh, – sort of stop things. Uh, you know, when, when you have 3D printers out there and um, high-efficiency solar panels and high-efficiency wind generate, power generators and things like that, you're going to see the marketplace change incredibly, incredibly when, um, you know, people don't need to go to the store to buy things and they don't need to pay for electricity anymore yeah and the i have that conversation all the time also like when do you think that will actually happen like when do you think that that would become commonplace i don't know when it'll happen you're, you're pretty much cutting out the the corporation that has to develop all of these different Product. I don't know when it'll happen, but it'll happen more quickly as the government is, t- is removed more uh, more quickly from the marketplace, because right. humans are going to humans have the capacity. Their consciousness has the capacity to to live on hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Um, if we somehow figure out uh, how to preserve that consciousness, the government's going to get in the way of that. Um, and I don't know whether you're going to find free energy and free consumer products before or after that. It seems to me that consumer products are well on their way with 3D printers that can print new 3D printers, which can print anything. Um, at, right. at that point, you have the... Uh, yeah, they, they've got 3D printers now that can print a home yeah. in 24 hours. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. like, things are going to change dramatically, and power is going to be an entirely different thing at that point. Interesting. I, I forgot your name, my friend. It's Randy. Randy. To go back to your original, yeah, Randy. Randy. To go back to your original question, I think the quote free market discourages consolidation of power. It's there comes a point, say a firm is consolidating power and is satisfying its customers and gains more and more market share and ramps up production. There comes a point where it becomes less and less efficient for it to grow, and in fact, what encourages that kind of consolidation is fascism and government because it's easier for politicians to handle uh, a smaller number of players in a market and they will try and make that happen and true and and the and the free market and free competition encourages more players and lower profits. If anyone can get into a business that's an immediate check on the potential of anyone else in the market. Right. Yeah, and if nobody yeah, has an advantage that they got through, uh, that were able to, to purchase legislation, for yeah, instance, that they're able to purchase either. You know, I mean, for, if it if it uh, we're just looking at a restaurant here in Keene, New Hampshire, trying to come in, decided to pull back out. We don't know why the specifics reasons are, but it's really hard to get a building built in Keene, New Hampshire, because yeah. you have to go beg a, a half a dozen different bureaucrats for their stamp on a piece of paper. Each one of those stamps costs several thousand dollars. You've got to get uh, you know architects and pieces of paper drawn up for more Screw tens it. of Build thousands in the next of dollars. town over where they don't have all that right and, and you know it, it drives right. business out the, the the little business well that's the but the big business says the big business says well i don't need keen i can go yep. to you know some other place halfway across the country yep. if they want to and i can make just as much money there but the little guy who might be in competition with the big guy they just can't get they just can't get it done randy any other right. uh, thoughts you want to share thank you thanks for the call um, man actually mm-hmm. I, I got a question for mark actually right. go ahead uh, before, Mark, you had mentioned that uh, you had talked to Joe Rogan about possibly doing an interview. Did you ever hear anything back about that? Yeah, well, we were going out to um, Los Angeles for a the talk radio convention, and I sent a tweet to his uh, little 
Twitter account there, and I didn't get a response. I know a couple of people sent uh, follow-up tweets trying to catch his attention. I couldn't say. Maybe he was going to be out of town that day. I, I did not speak to him at all. I do not feel rebuffed. I just didn't. We just didn't get any response. I'm sure he's a busy guy. Thanks, Randy, for the call. Appreciate yeah. hearing from you Thank at eight five five four fifty free Fargo guy in Fargo, North Dakota. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's going on? We're doing a radio show. What's on your mind tonight? Um, Johnny Ray's here, right? He's a video game guy all the time. Well, I never play video games. Because my the charging port on my laptop is broken, so and I didn't. Your phones ever... just die out last. That's week? right. I just got I got my replacement just today. Did. Okay. So the only games I play are are Android apps, and they're really pretty shallow. Mm. So I haven't played a good game in a but long time. But you do listen to a lot of uh, podcasts. Yeah, I do. When I'm at work, I listen to video game podcasts. All right. So safe. It's safe to say that of the three of us on the show, you are the uh, the, the gamer that's tied in the most with the industry. I will hesitantly accept that title. All right. Go ahead, Fargo guy. Oh, I was just, I wanted to know if you've ever heard of a game called Cold Step Saga. It's so much fun, but it has like such a small cult fan base. Like that's, that's painful is how, like, it's, you know? Cold Sept Saga? I'd say yeah. no. Yes, U-L-D-C-E-P-C. It's about, like, it's like Magic the Gathering. I've it's heard of it, it, but I don't know the first thing now. about it. Hey, Fargo guy, oh, thanks, man. man, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. He's getting on his phone right now. Hour number two's next. Free Talk Live. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed. With brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system. On a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features. And corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from mother's ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system. On a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. QuantumVibe.com Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number. Brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-855-450-3733. With you here tonight, it's Ian. And Johnny Ray. And Mark. All right, so uh, we're going to get back into your phone calls about whatever is on your mind. Of course, also, we bring things to the table to discuss on each program. And Johnny Ray, I know tonight you wanted to talk about fear-mongering. Yes, I did. I got an email yesterday that made me afraid. So oh, af- no. Yeah, so afraid that I that I had to send a text to a confidant of mine and get a little reassurance. And it, and it made me just sort of think about it all day long, and I, I reassured myself somewhat. I'm going to read some of this email. All right, sure. Who's it from? 
It's from Simon Black from Sovereign Man. I've heard of this guy. We Mark and well, I've I've met, brought him up uh, several times on this show. Okay. Mark's somewhat familiar with him. He's somewhat familiar, and I think that uh, you know I've I read. I've read his blog and kind of a high-profile blogger in the Liberty community. Yeah, he's, that sounds yeah. right. He's one of the contributors at LouRockwell.com. Okay, that's where I learned about him. He and advocates a system where um, one has um, the, the international man. System, he's an expatriate, perhaps. right? I, as I get it, I mean, he travels all around. You know, he must have a great deal of money because it seems like he's bebopping all around the globe. Mm. But the idea is, is that you have your citizenship in one place, your home in another, your business in another. I mean, I'm talking about countries, I should say. Your yeah. citizenship in one country, your business in another country, your home in another country, um, and your incorporated status in another co- country. That and, does sound like something that a rich man would be able to do. And If you subscribe to his inner circle, then he'll... He'll give you contact info for people who can help you with international documents and storing your gold What's in all cost? the right places. I don't know. So you're not in his inner circle? Oh, no, then? I'm not. I okay. get the free email. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who does not by any means, he's not a man of means, who has uh, gone through this uh, process to some extent. He went and got himself uh, a citizenship down in like Paraguay or Uruguay or something like that. And Oh, yeah. And he spent... Um, you know, four digits, low four digits doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, now he's got uh, citizen, not citizenship, uh, what, what what do you call that? Uh, Visa? Im- yeah, immigrant status there okay. in some way. Like he's got residency uh, there and can get a passport from that country. So he can have a passport from two countries. But I have a friend who uh, switched citizenships, uh, a different friend who switched citizenships recently. And he had a lot of trouble um, using his new passport um, in, from the new country because I guess some names were a little wrong or something like that. Like his middle initial wasn't there or something like that it was some like minor little clerical thing and, mm-hmm. and it bothered uh folks in a different country and so i mean these things have their they have their problems too date november 26 2012 reporting from sovereign valley farm Pencahuay, chile sovereign valley farm is the farmland that simon black bought and he wants people to come down there to chile and be part of his sustainable community i've heard good things about chile <clears throat> okay Demographers estimate that there are 7 billion people on the planet. It's safe to say that most of them probably don't share your values. That's probably pretty fair. I'm not sure exactly what he means by that. Well, they're not libertarian. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably fair, fair to say. For proof of concept, one need only browse a sample of Black Friday shopping mall videos where each year... Precisely one day after giving thanks for all that they have, residents of the richest country in the world tear each other to pieces over cheap electronics and boxer briefs. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's put that into perspective as we did on our Black Friday show. No one's going to put video up on YouTube of people orderly moving into a store purchase, and purchasing products and not beating each other over the head. That's just not as interesting a uh, video. So Yeah, that sounds like a boring video. I think that the way that you know, the news makes Black Friday seem as that they're, everybody's just tearing at each other, trying to, you know, beat each other up over products. But that's not what most people experience at Black Friday. Otherwise, I don't think they'd go. Uh, at most places, it's probably much more controlled. I saw, did see a video of some guy threatening to stab the people behind him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the videos are interesting. They're entertaining. No doubt about it. They're outrageous in a lot of cases. And it looked like the it looked like the chow line in prison. I mean, it was, it was mm-hmm. what it reminded me of. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that there are some, you know, kind of scary situations that can arise in certain places. But I know that uh, we. I was listening to Conan, who is uh, one of the liberty activists here in Keene, one of the newer movers, actually, who works at Walmart. 
And he said that everything was fine at their store. There was no issue whatsoever. Everything was orderly. I would say that the majority of the cases, yeah. that's that's yeah. exactly what happens. I witnessed the retail goings-on in West Lebanon, New Hampshire, which is sort of a commercial hub of, mm-hmm. of northern New Hampshire. Because you're cleaning stores overnight, right? That's right. So now, were was, you in a store that was open overnight? I was. I was. I was in a store during Black Thursday and Black Friday. What was it like? It was... Black Thursday seemed to be busier than Black Friday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't crazy. There was nothing like some of the videos yeah. that we saw, nothing like that at all. That's probably how it is in most places. So anyway, I just wanted to... So he's already started the fear-mongering. Right, right. right. Okay. It certainly begs the question, how are these people going to react when it's food that's in short supply instead of discount knickknacks? We've discussed a number of times how the fundamentals of food well, I, I, are Hold on unfavorable. just a second. Um, so there's a lot of – the food Food is a favorite to uh, get concerned about out there. And I, and I see why people – I mean obviously it's, it's a it's a Maslow's basic, hierarchy of needs yeah, is one it, of the It's a basic need, ones. no doubt about it. Um, but I also wonder uh, – yeah, so the food that they continue to grow every year doesn't seem like it's going to go away. I mean, America still got the breadbasket um, of the world. It, it, you know, what what really is the issue is transportation and gas and things like that. If you live in a city, you might have more trouble than if you live in a country in the country or something like that. I just don't know. Yeah, I'm, for sure. It, it, it's a legitimate concern, though. I mean, if you don't. If there's a short supply in food and people get hungry, then you will see some pretty dangerous stuff. It's I think. a good idea to go to buyemergencyfoods.com and have uh, some, you know, some stored food. We can ready. talk about that here in a moment, but let's continue. World population on a net basis grows by more than two hundred thousand people each day. Most of them are born in rapidly developing economies where increasing wealth is adjusting people's dietary habits towards more resource-intensive foods. Now, two hundred thousand people each day. In a sea of seven billion, two hundred thousand people a day sounds kind of scary, but it's it's sounds not small. that it's not that much. Yeah, uh, you multiply two hundred thousand by three hundred sixty-five, and the world population grows about one percent a year. Okay, and you consider how much land is out there, and I don't know how much of it is is arable land, but you consider how much land is out there. I'm just of the opinion that the resources of the world are practically untapped. I and- tend to agree. And then there's also the fact that as time goes by, man with his ingenuity and our, our minds, we can apply our minds to the world's resources and get more from what exists and discover resources in places we didn't expect them. So like a perfect example would be oil. Uh, at one time it was a farmland pollutant, and now it's an incredibly valuable uh, source of energy for folks. So, Well, it used to be that uh, you know half of the population worked in agriculture. Now you've got like half of a percent of the population working in agriculture. Mm-hmm. I've got a, another uh, friend of mine who grows uh, – you know, he's a big farmer, and he does it by himself. He sits in a tractor all day that's air-conditioned and uh, playing podcasts, I mean, and does all the work that probably it would have been dozens of farmhands doing, you know, a few dozen de- just decades ago. I mean, some some period of time ago. And uh, it's incredible the amount of work that modern machinery allows them to uh, to, 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 to get done. Sure. Modern machinery combined with uh, chemicals like, you know, preventing bugs from eating up your crops. And of course, a lot of people. There's controversy amongst sure all, there a lot is. of this, but uh, you know, chemicals. There won't bugs be a controversy from, if you're hungry. Yeah, 
uh, prevent the bugs from eating the crops and then, you know, genetically modifying foods to make them more robust, uh, make them, you know, yield greater uh, yield. And some of that, some of that works, and like some of them, some of the genetically modified stuff is valuable, and then some of it is kind of scary at the same time. So sure. I mean, you know, I I like the idea New of letting, things are scary. I like the people. idea of letting that technology mature a bit. <laughs> yeah, and and it, when we imagine American agricultural wizardry spreading across the globe, then that because I get a lot more reassured about the future. Let's come back with more of the fear-mongering email here as Johnny Ray is sharing with us because I, I imagine we haven't gotten into the bulk of it yet. Right. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Do these things uh, scare you as well? And if so, what do you do about that fear thing? I'm sure we'll touch on that here in a bit. It's Free Talk Live. If you want to move to the free state you're looking for some real estate well i know a guy who's really great it's the realtor mark warden do you want a home with 20 acres a lakeside cabin any takers for renters buyers and sellers too mark warden is the guy for you porcupinerealestate.com is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number for you is 855-453-SACL-CAI. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site and we give them to you for free. They include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. You can see that there. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are a lady listener who would like to be part of the Shrine, the instructions are right there at the top of the page, shrine.freetalklive.com. We were just talking about what a good idea it is to have a little bit of food stored up. And a great company to do business with if you're going to get some stored food is buyemergencyfoods.com. That S on the the end there is important, buyemergencyfoods.com, because they've got a lot of things that the other companies don't have. You can go there, and they've got a chart that compares them to the other companies, and I think that that is uh, very motivating. But I'm going to tell you some of the things that make them different. They're the only one that's 100% certified GMO-free. They're the only one that uh, you can get uh, zero MSGs. They've got no artificial flavors. They've got vegetarian options, gluten-free options. And they're the only one that puts an oxygen absorber in every nitrogen-flushed Mylar pouch. They come in buckets. um, And and these Mylar pouches come in buckets so that your food's ready when you need it if there's some kind of uh, disaster, whether it's a flood or, you know, some situation where – uh, you know, energy has uh, become so expensive that food gets to be more expensive and things like that. Um, you can have the food ready when you need it. You can get a year's worth of food for 30, a little over $3,900. That's half of the industry standard. I looked at these prices. You know, go, go look at the chart for yourself. Don't take my word on any of this stuff. This legacy premium brand that they have is incredible, um, and they've got an incredible uh, prices there at uh, buyemergencyfoods.com. And with coupon code FTL, you can get an additional 5% off. They offer free shipping. And uh, they've got half, you know, the, half the price, and they're the only ones with GMO-free, um, no MSGs, and no artificial flavors, and all these other options. And you can get five percent off. 
It's buyemergencyfoods.com. 5% of $3,900 is uh, almost $200. It's not bad. And there are different levels of that you can purchase. I mean, right. You don't have to get a year's worth of food either. Right. Um, I actually had uh, Chris Edkin from uh, buyemergencyfoods.com on the Edgington Post, I believe it was last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go listen to that if you go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com or you can go to freetalklive.com and look for the SoundCloud link on the left-hand side. And what he was uh, saying there is, is probably a pretty good idea just to get, you know, every month, get a month's worth of uh, emergency food. That way you can stack it up mm. and then you'll have it, you know, over time. Because I don't know what it's like for everybody else, but it's kind of hard to come up with $3,900. Well, yeah, but what is the, uh, what was there, like a 360 pack that uh, lasts for several months or something like that? And then I don't have it in front of me right now, so I'm asking right. you. The 360 is uh, 360 servings. Yep. Um, and it would depend on how large your family is. I mean, for you, Ian, if you're just uh, stocking for one person, 360 would ask, would last you, I think it was four months um, mm. was the, the number, but it'll last you for, you know, a number of months and these are 2000 calorie meals not some kind of uh, skimpy little thing 2000 calorie a day uh is what the meals are set up for right wasn't he i I heard a portion of the interview wasn't he saying that when you compare the different companies out there you can't just compare them based on what they claim will be x amount of servings per day you have to count the calories and you have to count the count the weight sure they can call a serving anything they want right so 855-450-FREE. We're talking about uh, fear-mongering. And, and the reason to get uh, storable food isn't because you're afraid. It's because it's the smart thing to do is to to acknowledge reality that things happen out there. You don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it'll only be a couple weeks that you need the food for. But it sure is nice to have it there if something or when something like that uh, does occur. Yeah, and I, I've wondered, Simon Black here is talking about, uh, you know, trying to get people to move down to his little paradise in uh, in uh, Chile. Chile. And, you know, Chile has got a lot of things going for it as far as a country. And I kind of feel like the United States, to some extent, has run its course and as far as an empire goes and is on its on the waning aspects. There's a lot of things I like about the United States. For one, it's still in the best position globally compared to the other countries out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, if it could get its S together, it would still it would remain on top for for much longer. But. I'm also deeply concerned about the police state activities that the the government partakes in. And it's not just foreign uh, countries that they're after either. It's the citizens. I mean, there's going to be drones flying around. Uh, the president has you know, claimed that he can put you on a kill list. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. We're going to concerned about the the apathy and the seeming blindness of the majority of the people. The that may not be any different in Chile. Yeah, the the what the culture of welfare has seems so destructive. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think that's everywhere. Um, you know, all over you're going to find that uh, the poor envy the rich and they wish to use the the apparatus of government to uh you know, relieve the rich of some of their riches. Uh let's go to the phones. I know we'll continue your email here in a moment, Johnny Ray. We've got Sam on the line in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Sam. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. It's on your mind. You know, I was calling about something else, but uh, let's go ahead and talk about this food uh, subject because, I mean, what I'm hearing from you guys is just really, to, in my perspective, it's blindly optimistic and, in a way, very ignorant of okay. some of the reality. Lay on some fear-mongering, Sam. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm not interested in fear-mongering, but, uh, you know, Mark, you pointed out that it's less than like 1% or 1.5% of the people that uh, are involved in farming that produce food. I think it's less than other, that, but go ahead. <laughs> 99%. 
And you're absolutely right. It's one guy with his tractor out there, or with his several tractors, plowing 10,000 acres of corn, uh, growing the latest GMO variety and so forth that they refuse to grow in Europe, but it's fine for over here. And so what that really means is that the American people, or the people of the world, for that matter, have lost the knowledge of how to farm. Yeah. So you, you don't have that knowledge anymore. And it also so what? means, well, the supply lines for the average uh, item in the grocery store is now something like 5,000 miles. So that means it's highly, highly, highly dependent on the petrodollar. Uh, that much is true. And it also means that, I forget the exact figure, but I believe it's for one every one calorie of food that is produced, there are 72 or 52 calories of petrol energy that are consumed to produce that food and bring it to market. Yeah, I've heard so uh, numbers that like that. No army would run with 5,000-mile supply lines uh, and expect to do very well and not have severe disruptions. So in the event of something like say, uh, the dollar collapsed, we're going to see, oh, we're going to see major problems with people trying to get oil, which means the farmers are not going to be able to run their tractors. And it's not like they have months to go out and plant or harvest their crops. If, if it were, say, the sun kicks out an EMP and it knocks down the electrical grid in some kind of significant manner, which is something that, uh, NASA is very concerned about in 2013, then that's going to cause severe disruptions and could wipe out an entire year's crop. Now, what that means is, in the process of that happening, you're going to see 80% likely of the population die off from starvation. Hang on, Sam. 855-450-FREE. That's not fear-mongering. 80% seems high, but I do want to talk to you about some stuff. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. Toll-free number is 855-453. We're talking about fear, fear-mongering. We're going to get back into an email that Johnny Ray was sent uh, that is attempting to persuade by the use of fear uh, to do what? I'm not sure yet. We haven't gotten that far. Uh, 855-453 is the number. You can take control here, and you can also join us online over at freetalklive.com where you can grab up a bunch of archives. And the archives might disappear tomorrow, so you better go there right now and download as many as possible. <laughs> no, we're probably not going to take the archives offline ever. Uh, we'll keep them up there. Well, for, the, but, but the internet may disappear tomorrow. But, yes, if the sun does uh, flash a, a gigantic EMP, then you will not be able to access uh, the Free Talk Live archives. Yeah, of course, no, then your MP3 player probably won't work either at that point. I was reading a forum today for ad copywriters, and what you do is you 
start with the fear and then bring the solution in next. There you go. You kind of did it backwards. What I was taught in the ad business is, is that the easiest way to sell is to sell with fear. I've never been very good at it. It's just not where, where I want to live. If you sell with fear, you have to live in fear, and I don't want to live mm. that way. But, um, you know, if you'll bring Sam back. Oh, I'm here. going to bring Sam back. Absolutely. Here. I just wanted to remind folks of a couple things here first. Yeah. A manventureoutpost.com. If you're looking for survival gear in these circumstances, manventureoutpost.com has got it. They've got camping, hunting, shooting gear. Um, it's hunting season right now. They've got uh, all the name brands you want at the lowest prices, ammunition, knives, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, optics, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, holsters, water purifications, tents, apparel, boating equipment, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com is family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and has they've got the lowest prices. Go check for yourself. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. All right, let's go back to Sam. He is on the line with us here talking about farming and what things that you think could happen, Sam, that could really disrupt the supply chain and cause what you said was 80% of uh, the world's population being uh, starving to death. Can I jump in for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, Sam, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Um, it's very nice to talk to you again. I miss you. I, <laughs> Thank you. I've used the word fearmonger a couple of times. Ian has. I don't really mean it in a pejorative sense. I think if the fear is legitimate, I want people to peddle it to me so that I can be prepared. Having said that, please continue. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I don't think fear is something that should motivate people. At the same time, I think you should have a uh, a look at reality that's realistic. And what's realistic is that these supply chains are unsustainable, that uh, we have things going on with the sun that are really have NASA concerned about 2013, that we're already seeing really strong weather events and changes going on uh, that are affecting crops, not just in the U.S., but worldwide. Uh, One example is last year, I was uh, calling to get rice holes, a waste product from growing rice, from one of the biggest mills in Louisiana, and um, they wouldn't even give me a quote because of the floods on the Mississippi had wiped out so much of the rice crop. So things like this are happening. These storms that we're seeing, the tornadoes, those destroy crops. And it's not like it's just going to automatically spring back. And I, I don't know that... Storms and tornadoes guys, have been happening for the whole human Wait, wait a time. second. But, but right, actually but storms... record tornadoes run through Joplin. There were 700 inside of a couple days or whatever it was. So we're certainly seeing increase in really um, extreme weather events over the last few years, and it's continuing to ramp up. I think scientists, uh, you know, many scientists would support what you're saying on this one, Sam, as far as extreme weather ramping up. And, uh, you know, some will say it's uh, due to global warming. I don't know what the reasons are. I also wonder, I I know that uh, whatever organizations make money through global warming make it through fear-mongering, too, and that worries me. But if you're worried about supply lines as far as food goes, and I understand supply lines are a concern, why wouldn't you live where the supply lines are short? Um, for instance, here in New Hampshire, where I live, I've got three different places I can get raw milk within a you know an easy horse ride from my house. I mean, if uh, if for whatever reason petroleum goes or it looks like a revolution out here, um, that kind of thing. I mean, I can probably find a horse somewhere. I don't keep one, uh, but I could 
get back and forth to different places, farms and, and these kind of things in my immediate vicinity. I've got a large uh, garden myself. I mean, these are the ways that people would protect against them. I had a friend who lived in Arizona. She had a job offer there. She decided to move back east, and one of the reasons was she didn't feel that the uh, the food uh, was you know sustainably uh, you know managed in Arizona, and she wanted to be closer to uh, you know places where food was uh, locally grown. A bicycle with lots of spare inner tubes yeah, is a far better bet than a horse, Mark, because yeah, I'm you with have you. to feed that horse. Okay. And they eat a lot. <laughs> but let's look at your neighbor who has those hundred, the dozens or so very large greenhouses, and he grows lettuce and so forth. Mm-hmm. What happens if he can't get propane, even if it's only for three weeks? He's got a wood boiler. And he runs out, his crops die. He's got nothing. He's got to start from scratch. It's going to take months for him to get that back up, assuming that he can get everything that he needs. He's got a wood boiler, and he's got a bunch of wood put up. But how many people are that have that mindset He'll be rich. and are that prepared? Not very many, I would yeah. say. But more here than other places, and I don't know why. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. What else do you guys have? Well, um, as as far as you know, I, I, we haven't gotten very far into the, uh, the 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 article here, but I'm on kind of the fence on this one. I do think that there are problems with the uh, supply lines as far as food goes. And when we started this article, I said the problem isn't with food; the problem is with energy. And I think that that's. I mean, you know, you can still get the ground to produce <laughs> seeds, um, you know, seeds into plants. The problem is is getting those plants from one place to another. I, I'm glad you brought up the point about. Uh, combines and tractors all almost all being uh, run by petroleum too and that's a it's a great point and and the other problem is that the soil has been degraded over the years because of all the plowing and so forth one of the things i'm doing here on this farm and you know i've i've we've been building gardens and about uh, 25 to 50 percent of our vegetables and fruits and things have come from the garden so i've got a supply chain that's measured in feet but it, it's tough. It takes several years to get gardens established yeah. and really producing. It it's not that hard to have a bad year where you just don't get crops that grow. And so one of the things I'm looking at is permaculture, which is something I'd highly recommend people look into. It's a way of sort of having gardens that produce year-round, that repair the land through the creative use, uh, through through design as well as sort of creative use of the crops that you plant and the animals and, and creating sort of a closed-loop system. Uh, yeah, I would look, if, if one wanted to uh, get involved in that, uh, look for Joel Salatin, any of his works. He's got uh, several books out there, and uh, that's a, a big deal for him. Sam, thanks for the call. Thoughts tonight? Appreciate it, man. 855-450-FREE. Mike's in Phoenix listening to LRN.FM. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, the one thing about the food stores that you're talking about is it doesn't even – like, let's say one out of ten people has even a, a moderate amount to keep their family, a small family, sustained for, let's say, 12 weeks or so. It's eventually going to run out. And the other thing that's not being mentioned is the fact that in a collapse where the food is needed and people are, are uh, like in Mad Max, eating dog food, um, it, 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 there's going to be predators. Oh, yeah. Time. Don't even think about starting a, a fire to warm your uh, Dinty Moore stew up. The first whiff of that that goes out in the neighborhood, you're going to be inundated with people that will put a bullet in your head to get the can of stew. I mean, it's, it's, I, that's my vision of the future in, in that kind of apocalyptic-type scenario. 
Yeah, see, I don't live in this world. I mean, I'm not interested in uh, in that because, like you said, Mark, you don't want to live in fear. I'm the same way. Like, look, if it comes to that, then whatever happens, happens. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit to prepare for, you know, bad weather or something bad happening. Uh, but to just, you know, to constantly consider these possibilities for the future and to believe that the world is going to be like that in the future, man, that would make me want to put a gun in my mouth. I mean, that's well, just terrible. Well, you after could- I read the email, I was I was had visions of being dismembered in a food riot. Hang on, Mike. We can bring it back if you got more. You're welcome to stick with us. If you want to be ready for these situations, strategicsurvival.com is the way to do it. And I don't think it's a bad idea to have a gun. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, I don't I don't think it's a bad idea either, but I don't want to believe that this stuff's going to happen. Because I don't know that's if it's going to or a not. terrible vision. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features that you'll find there. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Johnny Ray. And Mark. Hey, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, one of the things you can do is to share Free Talk Live on your Facebook or Twitter or whatever social networking website is your preference. I'm sure there's something else out there. Google Plus. Uh, Google Plus. People, people actually use it. I think there may be a resurgence in Google Plus. Interesting. They um, keep on inviting me to it. Oh, you're not actually on it yet. I think that I might have been automatically put in because mm. I have a Gmail. We, you know, we have the the G, Gmail. I had to sign up for it. Okay, I didn't. I'm I'm on it. I don't look at it, but I get emails from Google Plus telling me about people I may know. Well, anyway, whatever social networking system you're on, feel free to take uh, your favorite episode of Free Talk Live or an interview that you might enjoy. I put up. Uh, the interview that we did of John Glazer from Antiwar.com is a separate interview on our SoundCloud page. So if you just want to share that with friends, maybe you've got some anti-war pals that uh, might like to hear it, that would be a good idea. So we've got all kinds of episodes of Free Talk Live, and with our SoundCloud page, it makes it easy to share. Uh, you can just go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com, click the share button on your episode of preference, and then share it out through your method of preference as well. So we were talking about strategic survival, strategicsurvival.com, and I think this is the time to talk about it. Ian, you don't have to be scared about the ideas of uh, being prepared. If you've got some food and you've got uh, you know, the instruction book here with, from strategicsurvival.com, you don't have to sit around thinking about this stuff all the time. I have no interest in sitting around thinking about these things all the time either. But it's a good idea to have a copy of Strategic Survival, you know, ready with whatever stored foods you have and whatever kind of, uh, I mean, you have things ready for in case stuff goes south, right? I do, a little bit. Yep. And so it's a good idea to have a copy of uh, Strategic Survival ready in that circumstance. We have one here in the studio. But um, you can get one if you are listening on the radio. Uh, this is the, the, you know, I would say the end-all be-all of uh, guides as far as um, 
being prepared. It tells you the name brands you need, specific things you need to do, uh, you know, whatever practice um, that you might want to participate in, you know, training so you can be prepared. You don't have to worry about it. If you are concerned, you can turn your worry into confidence with strategic survival Dot com. It's a great book. You can get it. Uh, I recommend getting it in a hard copy form because, well, you know, if things do go south, you don't want to have a, uh, a Kindle version. Let's go back to Mike. He's in Phoenix. Uh, Mike, what else were you calling about tonight? I was calling about socialism. And I, I think that, uh, you know, this might sound silly, but I think people have the wrong idea about it. And I think that's where we're headed. That's going to be what the big, the big the big thing is going to be. I mean, that's that's it. That's what it's not going to be a global collapse or anything else. I think that what we saw with uh, the defeat of Romney and the fake election was the death of capitalism. We're I don't even know what that even real. means. Yeah. I mean, okay, it, we're going to have to use different terms, Mike, because um, for me, what socialism means is Romney's a socialist too, right? It means ownership of government ownership, uh, you know, public ownership or you know, communal ownership of the means of production. And as far as I'm concerned, the two basic means of production are me and my body and the land on which I live. And the government claims to own both of those things. If I um, work, they want some of the fruits of my labor. If I use my body to work, they want some of the fruits of my labor. If I go out of this country, they still want the fruits of my labor. And, um, you know, they they just if I want to change my citizenship to another country, I have to pay them an exit tax, which is a fee to be free. Um, and, you know, to do that, people say, well, if you don't think you're free in this country, why don't you leave? Well, because it's illegal to leave and not give them the money that they want. Um, and uh, furthermore, they also claim my land in the form of property taxes. If I don't pay their uh, quit rent every year, then they're going to take my land from me. So I think that every form of monopolistic government, and that's been just about all of them since the agrarian revolution, or at least in the last century, is socialist. And I'm, you know, it's just a different kind of socialism. So can Mm. you tell me a kind of socialism you think that Barack Obama represents? Is that so, so we can be a little clearer? Well, you know what, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. I think that maybe what I mean is, they're just going to pull this thin veil of, quote, democracy away, and it's going to be something like Norway or Denmark or Germany has. That's, that's those all have dem- they, those, you can there you can all vote. I mean, on some other, you know, you get to pick between which, uh, uh, you know, packet of, of douchebags you particularly want. At least in actually in those places, they have in a lot of places, a lot of them have parliamentary systems where arguably uh, more parties have a chance at getting elected than do here in the United States. Arguable. I mean, they're all yeah. still a bunch of socialists, but it's still a slightly better. I think the uh, biggest problem system. is is that we were talking about it in a couple of segments ago. The biggest problem is is the average person who's on the bottom envies terribly a person who's managed to make some wealth for themselves. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of wealthy people in this world who have been handed title and uh, wealth through birth, and I don't think that yeah. that's particularly enviable. Um, there are many that have gotten there through um, you know avarice and guile and th- using the government. Um, you know, either either being in the government or, um, you know, using government connections in order to get there. But there are a lot of wealthy people that have gotten wealthy by providing goods and services to other people voluntarily, and those people should be lauded. 
Well, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. the veil's off. I mean, the they're right out in the open doing all the things they're doing. You've got uh, kill lists. You've got the American president with the ability to um, assassinate any American person around the world for whatever reason, and it's completely legal. Uh, you've got uh, extraordinary renditions that were discovered during the Bush administration where they're taking people to other countries. They don't even bother with that them. now. They just kill them with remote control airplanes. I mean, they, they're really just doing everything out in the open, but most people don't know about it because they're distracted by the bread and circuses that are very, you know, entertaining, uh, you know, whether it's uh, television programming or sports or whatever, you know, Hollywood pop uh, star news is out there. If people want to see what's going on, it's not hard to see what's going on. It's just that they're distracted by it. So it's already happening. Yeah, that, that is. That's all by design. I mean, that, you're right. And, and who's the third guest or the other personality tonight? Um, I'm Johnny Ray. Oh, Johnny Ray, you said you said that you were shocked by the apathy of Americans today, and I, I marvel at that all the time, at just, just the sheer ignorance of, of people. I'm not even the smartest guy, but I think I know a lot more than most people about certain things, but it just you're right, the, the American Idol Society, I mean, that's what we have now. The apathy is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I can't explain it. Well, I, you know, it's not hard to explain. People are busy with their own lives. What are you uh, saying? What are you... You calling me stupid? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not hard to explain it. Uh, he will whip it's your butt. <laughs> people with their uh, that are busy with their own lives, and they've got interests that uh, they you know who really wants. You, if you look at the uh, there's a great Adam Kokesh video on his channel. Uh, on YouTube. I think it's YouTube slash Adam Kokesh, but I'm not positive on that. Anyway, it's the one where he's interviewing people in the Walmart parking lot, and most all of them are completely disconnected from the world around them. One woman uh, even points out why she's disconnected. And so, you know, this is basically the answer to the question, and that is that she doesn't want to hear about it. She knows that there's bad things going on in the world and and around her own uh, little part of it, and she doesn't want to hear about it. I mean, why Why would anyone want to? Why would anyone not want to put their head in the sand and just live out their lives and try to enjoy as many moments as possible and just, you know, pretend as though you're living in this little bubble where nothing terrible is going on around you? I mean, I don't blame it. It's kind of the Cypher in the Matrix uh, situation where, you know, Cypher, one of the characters in the Matrix, if you haven't seen the movie yet, you should, uh, was... Uh, you know he's out of the matrix but he wants to go back in because life sucks outside of the matrix i mean he you know he knows what reality is he's seen it and he doesn't much care for it he'd rather be in the matrix where he can experience uh you know the the bliss the ignorance being bliss uh, because once that veil is pulled away uh then you you can't go back i mean that's why it's just yeah. a movie you can't go back once you've taken the blue pill uh then or the red pill i guess it was uh, you you can't go back he just wants to enjoy a T-bone steak. There you go. Yep. Thanks, Mike, for the call tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you, or at least the illusion of enjoying the T-bone steak. And who's to say that your T-bone steak isn't an illusion right now and that you're plugged into the Matrix as we speak? I mean, there's no way you can actually prove that you're here. Ian, you can't prove that uh, I'm not some sort of a computer program that is operating <laughs> yesterday, to entertain you. Yesterday morning, I was full of despair because... Of this email I got. Then I think I went to an irrational optimism. And then <laughs> back to now I think I've got sort of a healthy concern, a healthy fear. And now you're scaring me again with your talk of robot Ian. <laughs> I don't know if it's healthy to have fear. I, I don't think I agree with that statement. Well, I think it's good to be prepared. I think that's the best thing I you can do. I think there's a line there somewhere. 
And I don't know, you know, I don't even know where I was going with uh, with what I was saying about. Oh yeah, so people are, you know, the veil's been pulled off. You can't put it back on once you've learned the truth. You can't unlearn it. And so we just have to make the world the best we possibly can in the meantime. And all the people that are suffering from ignorance aren't suffering because they're ignorant and they're likely in a state of bliss. So good for them. I don't blame them for wanting to be where they are. But I hope that we can wake them up so they can care about the plight of others so they can be concerned about the people that are being hurt around them by this terrible system. Hour 3 is next. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Derek J. To me, an activist's calling is to actively work to advance a cause. The cause for which I work is personal freedom. I believe my life is best when I engage in voluntary interactions and self-government. I reject the idea that anyone else has a higher claim to my life or my body than I do. I see people who call themselves the government as a threat to my personal freedom. I realize you may feel differently, but my relationship with the people who call themselves the government is completely involuntary. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can bring up whatever you want. Take control of these airwaves here, 855-450-FREE. We'll continue with the fear-mongering email that Johnny Ray began sharing with us last hour here in a little bit. Uh, And, of course, it is Ian here with you. Johnny Ray. And Mark. All right. Our number again, 855-450-FREE. But to the phones, we go first to Emberly, listening in New Hampshire, calling from Peterborough. Emberly, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian. Hey there. Hey, Johnny Ray hey, and Amberly. Mark. Hi. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, hey I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Just super. Go ahead with your thoughts. Excellent. I wanted to um, update everybody on uh, Shire TV. Oh, so, that's the uh, the television program produced here in Keene, but uh, that is intended for all of the Shire, which, of course, is commonly known as New Hampshire. Uh, it's formerly known as Free Keene TV, and it's a great activist project that you picked up from the original uh, producer, JJ, who was at one time a co-host on our show before he moved out to uh, the Manchester area. And uh, you guys have now done, I think, what, uh, just over a dozen episodes? Yeah, I think we're on our 15th Excellent. episode at this point. So, yeah, what about um, it? Yeah, so as as some of you may know, I am I'm, I'm the producer and the director, and I'm the writer for the show, and I'm also filling in until we can get another lady to come on as the anchor. Mm-hmm. And I am starting a new job this week. And so I'm going to take a little hiatus from the show so I can get acclimated to my new job. And I just wanted to put it out there. If there are any you know ladies that would like to um, you know step up and get some experience with anchoring and learning about producing and directing and all of that for the show, that it would be really appreciated. And it's just for a couple of weeks. Well, folks so. that uh, are considering a move to New Hampshire that are interested in creating media here really should consider Manchester or Keene as destinations because those are the two places where the most media is being created. I don't know if there's much video production going on in Manchester at the moment, but uh, Shire TV 
is something that happens on a regular basis here in Keene, and it never hurts to have more crew members than you know than you can handle because sometimes somebody has to take, like you said, a hiatus or they've got you know an appointment that they have to go to on a Monday night because uh, Shire TV is a live television production, and anyone that's ever been involved in doing live television before knows how much effort. You really have to put into that. There's no retakes. You know, you you make a mistake. It's going out on the air. And that's what you guys are doing on a weekly basis. So it's an incredible burden. And you are putting a lot of time into it being, as you mentioned, producer, director, writer and the anchor uh, on the show. So, you know, that's a huge amount of sounds like uh, somebody's going to have to step up of activism. So, yeah, I mean, you've already got an existing crew, but it sounds like you're looking specifically for ladies uh, to be part of the actual on air production. Yes, I think that having um, a male and a female um, as anchors kind of balances the program out a little bit more, and you get, Mm -hmm. you know, the two different perspectives on things. Even though we, you know, on the show tend to agree with each other, it's good to get a different, you know, perspective. And I I really wish that Allie was still here so that she could anchor, but, you know, she's down in D.C. with Adam Kokesh, but... Well, which is, you know, an interesting uh, thing that happened to her because, you know, her experience that she got, I think, being on Freaking TV and now and then Shire TV after that helped her, uh, you know, move to the Adam Kokesh show down in D.C. Maybe she wouldn't have been offered that opportunity had she not been able to, uh, you know, kind of get her feet wet in the world of television production when it came to Shire TV. So that might have been kind of a launching point. Although I've heard rumor that Allie is going to be coming back uh, to New Hampshire in the very near future. I don't know if it's true, but I've, I've heard that rumor. Well, I hope she does. But, you know, for the meantime, any any ladies out there that are listening that, you know, live in the area or, you know, maybe some college students that might be listening that are interested in getting any experience. Well, here's what I'd recommend, yeah. Emily. I mean, this is an international show, so there's a lot of people out there listening that are not going to have the opportunity to do this until they make the right. move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. There are a lot of uh, great tools that we've developed in New Hampshire to help reach out directly to people in the movement here. Uh, and we talk about them occasionally on this show. Porcupine 411 is one of them, and it's a great mm-hmm. service that hundreds of people are subscribed to that allows you to call the phone number, leave a, a message, and then as soon as you hang up the phone, that message is then shot out via email to all of the subscribers to the email list. And this is actually a service that people around the world can uh, can utilize for their local areas. I know that there's been a couple of other local uh, you know, activist groups in different places in the country Done the same that thing. have actually hired Michael Hampton, who created the Porcupine 411 system, to create a similar system for them and basically host it for them and do all the work of creating, you know, let's say... Uh, Detroit 411. I don't know what the, the other ones are. There's a couple others, uh, but to have a local one in their area. So I would recommend that you utilize as many of the the local resources as possible. You're one of the bloggers at freekeen.com. So folks have been uh, maybe seeing some of your blogs over there. That's a good way to hit a lot of people in the local area as well as people uh, nationally. So I appreciate you putting that call out there. And would you say that uh, Shire TV is something that anyone could be involved in, whether they're, uh, whether they're female or not, if they move to New Hampshire? Yes. Yes, I, we certainly need as much help as we can get, you know, because right now we're working on a pretty skeleton crew. There's only five of us mm-hmm. currently running the whole show. And so we would love to get other interested parties um, to come in and train on all the various aspects of what goes on, because it's much more than just writing and directing right. and producing and, and anchoring. There's a lot more to it. There's the soundboard. 
Um, there's the, the camera switcher. They're setting up the cameras, the lighting, all of that. It's a lot of and, effort that uh, goes into one 30-minute program. Yeah, so yeah, and it's a 30 minute program that goes live. It's a and great way for some, people to, like I said, you know, get their feet wet in television production right. and learn some of this stuff. I mean, you don't have to know anything. You can show up as a total newbie yep. and you'll be shown the ropes of how to make uh, a TV show. And how many other places uh, are is this happening? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of great YouTube channels with uh, a lot of great liberty oriented content now, and that's cool. But how many other people? are putting, and people in this movement, the Liberty Movement, are putting a television show on live, on local cable, uh, cha- on a local cable channel. There might be a few. You think so? I, well, th- th- there might be a few. I'm wondering who they are. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know of any. I don't either. Uh, but I am working on getting the show out to uh, all the other community access channels in New Hampshire. That's exciting. Um, so I've That's just great. got set up with something to do that. And awesome. we're all, I'm also collaborating with James Babb on getting a backdrop for the show, a beautiful um, backdrop that will really liven up the show and I think make it much more attractive. Now, y'all There's just uh, got a new domain name, things. right, for Shire TV? Is it ShireTV.org, was it? It's or- ShireTV.wordpress.com. Okay, I thought there was a much shorter one that, uh, that y'all had picked up. I thought it was... Uh, we are working on that. It just hasn't happened quite yet. Okay. All right, shiretv.wordpress.com, and I'm sure you'll give us the announcement. Uh, yeah, if you go to shiretv.org, uh, Emberly, it actually follow, uh, forwards right to the WordPress site. So you guys do have that site up and running. Okay, wonderful. Hey, Good to know. Thanks for the heads up Thank tonight. You. I hope you can find the help. And if you haven't yet moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, There's that's one, one of reason. the many projects that you can get involved in. That's Emberly from uh, Voluntary Values. Uh, and that's that's one of uh, the radio shows that she does. As She's well. a dynamo, very, very busy uh, activist. And Shire TV is a great great project. If there are other liberty oriented uh, cable TV shows that are produced live or even to tape, I'd be interested in in knowing about them. I've never heard of them. I know that Rich Angel, who's one of the movers for the Free State Project, used to do one back in Montana before he moved to New Hampshire, and that was many years ago. I had known about that prior to his move, but I. I've heard about a few throughout the years we've been on Free Talk Live. A couple of things that come to mind are Adam versus the man. and um, Not on a local cable channel. Alex Jones. You said live or to tape. I said on a local local cable channel. Like something that someone could see on accident. Like all the YouTube channels are great. But you have to, if you want to see Adam Kokesh, you have to search out Adam Kokesh or accidentally see him on one of those related videos yeah. links on YouTube. So, I mean, it's possible to stumble across these things on YouTube, but it's not the same as the, you know, somebody flipping the channels on their local cable system and coming across the message of freedom. And getting a piece of it, yeah. So that's specifically what I'm looking for. I don't think I know Alex Jones started back in the day on cable access right. back in the 1990s. I don't know if he's still there, and I don't know if I would consider him a truly liberty-oriented uh, program. Well, I mean, he's pretty darn close. Maybe he's close, but he's not a principled liberty-oriented guy. I mean, we well, had a conversation with him once about immigration, and you he's have, not on board on you that. You have the uh, the highest standard in that area, much higher than I do. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. Is there anything else out there besides Shire TV? I'd love to know about it. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything that you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This is Mark of Free Talk Live. We've been witnessing a meltdown of the economic engine that powers our country. With a printing press tethered to Washington bureaucrats and New York central bankers, how can we trust paper money? 
For years, I've been buying gold and silver from Midas Resources, and you should too. Call 877-357-9938 for a free book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, or go to gold.freetalklive.com. Again, 877-357-9938. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, and bring up what you want. 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. We invite you to freetalklive.com where you can grab as many archives as your little heart desires because they're free. You don't have to jump through any hoops or uh, man, you know watch mandatory advertisements or anything like that. You just go to freetalklive.com and there they are right at the top page of the site. You click on the one that you want and download it. That's the last seven days worth at the top of the site. And then if you click into our archive section, that'll take you back for years worth of the show. Several years worth of Free Talk Live all available to you. Also, our archives are available through our SoundCloud page, which you can access by going to freetalklive.com, looking on the left-hand side, and finding the link to SoundCloud under Listen and Share. It's all free. MortgageMinuteGuy.com has an incredible rate for a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage. Now, I've been telling you the advantages of these shorter-term fixed-rate mortgages in that you pay less interest. And having a lower interest rate over that time frame really makes a difference. 2.5%. These are historically low rates, and it's incredible. Uh, go there to MortgageMinuteGuy.com and check out the um, the 2.5% 15-year fixed. Uh, they've got uh, contact information there. You get in get in contact with them um, either through the website or uh, through the telephone number, which I'll give you here in just a second. You can also get the telephone number from the website. And you can find out about this incredible rate, 2.5% for a 15-year fix. Now, depending on your situation, there could be a point or two. This, But this is still the lowest rate you're ever likely to see. And, you know, in Washington, D.C., they're talking about the fiscal cliff coming up. And one of the things that they're talking about as a solution to this fiscal cliff is uh, eliminating the house interest deduction. So this is, you know, just another reason to think about that refi uh, situation. If you're on a you know 30 year fixed and you've got a higher rate, 2.5 percent is hard to beat. Um, the payment on a $150,000 home, the payment's like $1,000 a month. It's incredible. Uh, it's MortgageMinuteGuy.com. Let's go oh, back. Let me give you, oh, I meant to give you the telephone number. Pardon me. 866-288-0088. 866-288-0088. Back to the phones and the phone. Michael's on the line in San Francisco. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Michael. Hey, uh, hey guys, I just wanted to ask a quick question. Who plays all the Megadeth before the commercial break? That's Ian's long-haired devil music. Okay, uh, okay. so I know I know most of it's Megadeth stuff, all rust and peace, and so far so good, so what. But what's some of the other stuff that you play? Because I, I, I recognize some of it, but I don't know the names of the band. Uh, there's a lot of Testament, there's a lot of Grip, Inc., and there's some other bands that are in there, too. What I'd recommend is you go to the Free Talk Live BBS at bbs.freetalklive.com. Search for Music Beds, and you should find, a, I guess, a little bit more information about that. Cool. Yeah, that's all I needed. Now. Thanks. All right, man. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. <laughs> 855-450-FREE. So, Johnny Ray, last hour, we just barely scratched the surface on what you described as a fear-mongering email from a man by the name of Simon Black. Now, I don't know if that's his real name or not. Uh, but he is uh, someone who apparently writes a newsletter and 
the newsletter focuses on getting people to leave the country or something like that or what join his commune What's well as he says later commune in the- that's just the meanest thing ever uh, the fact is people say that about the free state project too we don't know whether his project <laughs> in chile is going to be the very best thing for no, i don't even know anything about it and i don't know where you would learn more about it either because i don't know what it's called uh, sovereign it's sovereignman.com probably something like that yes and I have used the word fear-mongering, and like mm-hmm. I said before, I don't mean that pejoratively. I am not trying to get myself on the outs with Simon Black, and when the time comes that I need to flee to Sovereign Valley Farm in Chile, I want to be welcome there. Yeah, there you go. Sovereignman.com if you want to find out more. I don't see anything about this uh, farm on his website. Keep oh, looking. No thanks. Go to website. He's got a pitch there at the front. Sorry about that. All right. So, yeah, I'm interested in learning more about that. Nothing obvious on the site. Anyway, go ahead. Well, with the email. Yeah. Let's continue because he was talking about. Yeah, he started out talking about Black Friday and the craziness, yep. the brawling that maybe happened in some stores, and then said, How are these people going to react when it's food that's in short supply instead of discount knickknacks? We've discussed a number of times how the fundamentals of food are unfavorable. Think about it. World population on a net basis grows by more than 200,000 people each day. Most of them are born in rapidly developing economies where increasing wealth is adjusting people's dietary habits towards more resource-intensive foods. Then there's the supply side of the equation, which indicates peak production yields, flat output, and declining cropland due to weather changes, development, and loss of topsoil. On top of this is insane government policy, like paying farmers to not grow crops or diverting valuable grains to inefficient biofuels. And, of course, the mother of all stupid policies is corrupt central banking that conjures trillions of dollars out of thin air, much of which bids up agricultural commodity prices. The best we have to hope for over the medium term is rising food prices. The worst case is all-out shortages. So um, there was a situation of an article that I read in 2001 about the impending real estate bubble. Now, this was 2001. I bought a house in Sarasota, Florida in 2001 for $125,000. That house bubbled up to something like $275,000 in value, optimistically, and then came crashing down to something like $125,000 to $125,000 value. So this article was so far ahead of its time They were right, but they were wrong in that basically the value of houses in that particular area um, that that I was, the experience that I had was, is that the houses that they they predicted it way too early. Uh Now, I'm not going to claim to know, um, but I mean, you know, the the claim that there's going to be a world economic food shortage going on. Uh, it's difficult to know when that's going to be. And to pick up and, and move for that reason, I, you know, I mean, the, the, the so Simon Black's thing where he talks about, you know, having a, uh, a house in one country and a business in another country and your citizenship in another country and your residency in another country and all these things, they're interesting, but I don't think they're accessible for the average individual and even i wouldn't know where to begin with that even well i mean he's got step-by-step plans and it just depends on how much money you're willing to put into it but i've got a friend who doesn't have much money who's put thousands of dollars into this thing and what if i mean it looks like the economy's bouncing back a little bit right now what if you don't need it in the next 
five years, 10 years, 15 years. Who knows when this world economic collapse is going to occur? I certainly don't. It seems to me to be, you know, to create networks where you are is effective. Having some food and maybe a, you know, a rifle and some ammunition and, uh, you know, the strategic survival guide available that you're probably as prepared as you're going to get. I just don't know. I, I, it seems inaccessibly uh, frustrating to me, the idea of, you know, I need to go get citizenship in this. I need to get up, give up my U.S. citizenship, get citizenship in Guatemala because it's the only place it'll take me because I'm a felon. And then, uh, you know, go get residency and, uh, you know, Honduras and then put up set up a business in El Salvador. I mean, are these things just... I don't know, man. It's just so much. Well, and apparently, then, if you've got four hundred bucks, you can sign up for his newsletter, Mark. Maybe you can find out. Well, how to do all that stuff? Because the average person has four hundred dollars to are, spend on that, right? I, I applaud people that are able to get the kind of uh, you know that that are able to sell newsletters like this. I wouldn't know how to do it. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. But is a four hundred dollar newsletter even within the reach of the average person? It is. If, if the information's good enough, I guess it is, right? Eight five five four fifty freeze. The toll free number will continue in moments. Free talk live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we will share with you there uh, over at freetalklive.com. They are free. There are some things you can do, though, to support the show. One of them is by throwing some bitcoins into our tip jar. You can go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com or bitcoins.freetalklive.com. Either one. And that'll take you to our uh, page where you will get the address that you would need to send us bitcoins or a fraction of a bitcoin or whatever you would like. And also learn more about bitcoins, including what they are and why they're valuable and why they're useful. And then figure out how to get yourself some if you don't yet already have them. Because we're talking about things that the average person should be able to do to help themselves be more free. I don't know if the average person can do all this world traveling and setting up trusts, and I don't know how to do that stuff. It's very confu- sounds very confusing to me uh, that you know only rich people really have access to, but anybody can get bitcoins. That's true. Uh, if you want to get bitcoins, uh, you can go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com. We've got links there to educate yourself, and we've got a link to bitinstant.com. Bitinstant.com is the place to get bitcoins. They make it the they make it easy uh, as easy as they can, and they make it fast. <laughs> they make it safe. Bitinstant.com. You can go to more than a million locations around the world in more than thirty countries. They allow you to deposit, or you can deposit online uh, through Douala and uh, I guess other circum other ways that you can go about doing it. Bitinstant.com. It's an amazing service, and I think bitcoins are really going to be something that uh, changed the world. And I recommend getting them now. Uh, there's there actually the mining uh, of bitcoins is going to be cut in half here in the next few days. Currently at twelve dollars and thirty one cents. Right, they've been uh, they've been holding steady around twelve fifty for the last couple of days, and I expect to see a little jump 
when the mining changes, just because supply is going to be diminishing. Now, maybe people are ready for it and that, you know, there's not going to be any change. That change has occurred already in whatever way it's going to. I don't know. It's a prediction of mine, and and I'm trying to explain it so that you can decide for yourself whether or not it's uh, right for you. But if I was going to get Bitcoins in the next month, I would try to get them in the next two days at BitInstant.com. Yeah, 1250 represents, I believe, a 25% gain from where, where they were before they were hovering around You sold around a few 10. to me at 10 yeah. bucks, uh, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Johnny Ray, uh, you were telling us about an email you got from a guy calling himself Simon Black. He is the Sovereign Man, fairly popular website, oh, yeah, it's, apparently. It's, it's very popular. Uh, where he's you know advocating that uh, people move to Chile uh, to join his uh, sustainable farm or something like that. I if don't he really creates understand. freedom down in Chile... By the way, I mean, if he's got a, a you know a, a going freedom oriented concern down there. Yeah. That's where I'd want to be. Yeah, if that's what's happening at, at this point, I can't really find any information about but, that. I looked on his website, and it doesn't really seem to be obvious. It's not like, hey, move here. Doug Casey's like got La Estancia, and that's been going on for a couple Where's of that years. At? That's somewhere else. That's right? in Argentina. Argentina. Uh, so you've got like two financial guru types that are trying to uh, bring people to their their areas, competing with one another. Anyway, let's it's, continue. It's interesting to me that they wouldn't just uh, you know collaborate on one of them, yeah. but you well, know, I don't know I mean, these people's lives. We've all got all kinds of disparate movements that are <laughs> aping the Free State Project. Why won't they all collaborate on the same project? <laughs> that's a that's a good question. These guys, but these guys are wealthy. They fly around in big jets. Uh, they're they're nothing like me. Yeah. Well, well, I want to find out solutions for the average person. What can the average person do? Well, the average person could go down to Chile if they wanted free. to, but it has to be something that's worth going down there for. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue the email here, uh, Johnny Ray, where he's talking about uh, what could happen, some possible scary situations. Yes, he's talking about food, and he says this could be one of the biggest trends of our lifetime. Again. Consider that residents of the richest country in the world are willing to tear each other to pieces for useless trinkets. Talking about the Black Friday Some videos. residents of the, the richest country in the world. And that most civilized Western nations these days are nothing more than police states dominated by unmanned aerial drones, jack-booted thugs, and military detention authority. These don't exactly strike me as the most optimal conditions for writing out potential disruptions in the food system. Certainly, you can take steps at home, plant a garden, install a hydroponic facility, join an agricultural co-op, but that's only part of the issue. Because when you see your fellow countrymen rioting over deep discount iPhones, one has to ask the question, how much do I really have in common with these people? I I would ask that question, too, but I would also ask myself, is what would it be like – I I know Chile has uh, (laughs) – I'm going to be as frank as I possibly can. I look rather white, and if um, that means I'm going to stand out in certain countries, right? And one of the things that my skin color is going to mean to these people, you know, I'm, I'm a mix of everything, just like a lot of people are. But Might mean that you have money. It, yeah, it's going to look like opulence uh, to folks like that. So, Especially you know, with that turtleneck sweater. Right, yeah, yep. I, do look, I do look fine with my turtleneck sweater on. And what is – so, you know, if there is some kind of global food shortage going on, it might affect people in poor countries more quickly than it affects affects people in rich countries. It might. I don't know. And it might be if that I happen to be in that poor country that they consider me and my belongings the uh, the fastest way to uh, not starve and they come after me. This has been another theory floated in the, uh, the survivalist community, and I think it's very interesting. It's nearly 2013. You don't have to be a slave to your society just because you share the same color passport with your neighbor. 
The entire world operates under a 19th century framework which has been made obsolete by the digital age and modern transportation. Today, you no longer need to live where you earn your money, and you no longer need to confine where you earn your money to a single location. Your tax dollars can now be paid to the lowest bidder. Your money can live and grow where it is treated best. You can build a business where the incentives are highest. You can educate your children where the learning opportunities are best. You can seek medical care where the treatment options are the most robust. You can build relationships with people who most closely share your values. In short, you can choose exactly where you want to be and who you want to be around based on the principles that are most important to you. Yeah, and, you know, and he's absolutely right on these points, is that you know, if for whatever reason you want to set a business up, you can be an American citizen living in the United States, but you can set a business up abroad and then continue to do business in the United States th- through virtual means, and then you know your money will be transferred to other accounts and things like that. For instance, we had an advertiser on this show that was uh, Nature Bee. Well, they're from uh, New Zealand, and they got all their little bee pollen from New Zealand, and then they'd ship it over here. Well, you know, the, the United States isn't taking taxes on their New Zealand bee pollen. That's a, a company incorporated in New Zealand doing business online, and Americans are ordering from it. So that's absolutely something that a lot of people can do if they can do business online. And many people these days can do business online. Okay, I think I'm going to end with these final two paragraphs. These are not the final two paragraphs. They're just the final two paragraphs from Johnny Ray, written by Simon Black. I've tried to kill two birds with one stone by purchasing a highly productive farm in central Chile last year and turning it into a resilient, self-sustaining community of like-minded people. This was after years of searching around the world, over 100 countries, for the ideal location. Several years ago, I settled on Chile, declaring it in a 2010 post, The New America, because of the abundant mix of freedom, opportunity, and personal responsibility. You know what I I bet is that Simon Black knows a lot more about this particular area than I do. Where they just leave you alone to act like a grown adult. Remember, America is an idea, not a place. And right now, the place that best exudes this idea is Chile. Hmm. Yeah, I, well, it sounds like from I think it's the, interesting. It sounds like from his statement that he he's already filled the farm with the people that he's not looking to recruit people to it. It says he's created. Yeah, it says he created, turned the farm. it into a resilient, self-sustaining community of like-minded people. So it sounds like he's done with. But his, no, uh, no, he's he's recruiting. He's recruiting I've, heard, for I've heard that he's recruiting for people. I mean, there's a couple of website. There's a couple of articles on here talking about uh, Chile and and why he thinks it's it's great. One of them says you won't believe the opportunities here. And then he talks more about Chile. What are the opportunities for English-speaking radio talk show hosts? But there's not really, uh, you know, there's not there's nothing that's, you know, it's not like the Free State Project where it's an you know an open invitation. Hey, come here. Here are the reasons to come here. There's this. Well, movement. it's his farm. I imagine you have to buy in. Well, no, I, I feel like he's talking about Chile in general here, mm-hmm. Mark. As far as Chile being a destination for people that want to be more free, it just does. His website, at least the Sovereign well, Man, maybe he's got another website devoted to just Chile. Like it's not a good pitch. You know what I mean? It's not making me think, boy, there's a real big community of well, liberty activists down there well, or whatever. If, if he's claiming it's the new America and that there's going to be prosperity as a result, because that's what America might have been about, yeah. then um, one could argue that the Free State Project is kind of like Sisyphus trying to keep that rock from rolling you know, back down mm-hmm. over him. Um, you know, I mean, we're so he, trying to stop the, the police. So state. he's saying you don't need to be an activist in Chile. You can just go there and live, live more free is what his pitch is. I guess so. Okay, yeah. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. If you're already on hold, we will do our best to get you in here. If you don't get in tonight, no problem. We do it seven nights per week live. You can join us any single night you would like online, hopefully on your local radio station. As we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the number five talk show, Laura Ingram, she has quit her job, walked off the air. And so that means there might be some radio stations around the country that are looking for some new content. If you don't have Free Talk Live in your local area, please give your local talk stations a call and ask real nice like from the program director to get some Free Talk Live on because now might be a good time for that. Let's go right back into you and your thoughts. Actually, Mark, did you want to tell me about Bitcoin first? Because we talked about how to get Bitcoin. I just want to say go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com. I think the Bitcoins are, um, you know, it's a great time to buy and that it's an incredible invention. If you don't know anything about it, um, bitcoin.freetalklive.com will educate you on that subject. All right, let's go to the phones and the fun. Kevin is listening in Tampa. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Kevin. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight? I'm sitting here, and it's like you guys are reading my mind. Um, hmm. we were, you guys were talking about the food and what people should be doing, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, the first thing is you got to get a Berkey. And I've had one for a few years, and I absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, get some beans and some rice stocked up for a couple hundred dollars, and that's a, that's a good start right there. Now, let me ask you about this, Berkey. What kind of water can, I mean, you know, how, how polluted of uh, water can it uh, filter? Well, the, the beautiful thing about my situation here is literally a lake 10 feet behind my house. It's nice. I could take water from the lake. When you got, uh, you know, the guys mowing the lawn, you got all kinds of nasty stuff getting in the lake. You could take the water right out of your lake, dump it in there, and drink it after it filters, and it's it tastes great. I've had the Berkey water before, and it's uh, it's pretty good. And they've been a long time uh, web advertiser with us. Have you have you ever? Oh, yeah, uh, I, I love it, and you know, the water that comes out of my tap is scary. <laughs> like I wouldn't even give it to my dog. So I literally filter everything I drink in my Berkey. Uh, coffee, water, everything goes to the Berkey. And so, I've got several filters, so I think you probably have tens of thousands of gallons I could put through it. Have you tested the water that comes out of the Berkey? I mean, it just, or is it just like you think it tastes good? It, like, bottled water, I'd rather drink water out of my Berkey than go get bottled water. Okay. Gotcha. Anything it's else you want to share tonight, Kevin? Excuse me? Anything else you want to share with us tonight? Well, I wanted to ask you guys, I've been hearing a lot from friends um, about the Hurricane Sandy situation, and they were telling me about HARP oh, uh, boy. steering this thing on in there. And I was just wondering what you guys' opinions are with uh, regarding Sandy and HARP. I think it's ridiculous, personally, to believe that uh, a radio transmitter in Alaska in any way, shape, or form is uh, affecting the weather. I think it's I think it's a conspiracy theory, and there's nothing but paranoid claptrap to support it. 
Yeah, I really know nothing about it. That's you know, I'd never even heard of Harp until about a week ago, and that's why I was kind of oh, there's all manner of claims that you can read about. I'm sure if you were to Google it, you'd be able to read all kinds of claims about Harp. Uh, But no one really does know exactly, you know, what programs are operating up there, what sort of tests they're running. Would they try to change the weather if they could? I think they probably would. I'm certain the government wants to change the weather if they if they could. I don't know what they can do and what they can't do. Um, But I mean, you know, it's certainly it's certainly not within, you know, not outside the realm of possibility that they would try to, to, to control the weather and certainly have tried cloud seeding and things like that. Ultimately, though, this is something that people get really concerned over and they can't really do anything about it. A lot of conspiracy theory out there is just we were talking about fear mongering before. It's just something to whip people up into a frenzy and get them scared when ultimately what is the real solution here? It's not like you're going to convince some legislator to shut down HARP. Let's say it's actually contr- Let's say they're actually controlling the weather. If that was uh, the case, don't you think Ron Paul would have told us? Well, he may not be on the inside track, Mark. Uh, Then then how are you going to convince a legislator to stop it? That's what I'm saying. If a legislator doesn't know, then how can you... It would be a classified program. Right. Right. So, so, I mean, there's... there's You would have to convince all of the legislators to believe your story about HARP and then convince them that... they have uh, bosses they have to answer to. It should be shut down. So it's an impossible impossible idea. There's nothing you can do about HARP, whether they're out there controlling the weather, controlling your mind, or they're just running silly experiments because they're the government government and they just have a bunch of money to blow i mean it's what you know i don't know what the truth is but i have a feeling it's not mind control or uh, or weather control but either way there's not really anything you can do besides make your life as good as it possibly can be and live as free as you possibly can and or put on a tinfoil hat you know i mean it's up to you how you handle it hey kevin thanks for the call tonight i do appreciate hearing from you yep let's go to howard in philly howard you're on free talk live Hey guys, how you doing? Good, Howard. Go ahead quickly. I want to tell you about real quick. I went to the VA hospital because I'm a veteran. I want you know veterans benefits. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you a little bit about the experience. Um, if you can keep it brief, I mean, go for it. It was not. I mean, I got a flu shot for free, a tetanus shot. They gave me patches to quit smoking. I mean, they definitely hooked me up with some stuff, but it was like it wasn't a pleasant experience. It was depressing, like. You have to wait so long just, like, to get any, you know, to get your prescriptions, go this place. They're all disorganized. And all the guys in there are, like, I mean, they're veterans, and I, I admire, like, what they are, but it's just depressing. Like, they're, I mean, knowing what I know now, it's like I don't look at things the same way. I look at these guys, they think, like, in their minds they are so honorable, and I just see them being used. And the care that they're getting is, like, it sucks, like. Yep. The hospital is in a major city here in Philadelphia, and it smelled bad in there. And I mm. know everybody's trying the best they can, but it is. I mean, well, that's just it. In a, in, a in a socialized medicine, in a socialized medicine system, they don't try the best they can because they're not subject to competition. So they're not giving it I their know. best. It was, I was shocked, really. I mean, they did. They hooked me up with free stuff, and that's you know, I guess it's a good benefit, but. The cost, man, it's not worth it. I heard People you. Don't don't join. Howard, man, thank you for the call. Worth. I appreciate your experience tonight. Let's go to Helen, listening in Ithaca to WNYY. Hey, Helen. Hey, Helen. Hey, hey. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but I'm I'm uh, expecting that last call might have been a plant. So. Oh, I know. Uh, I know Howard. No, he's a listener, longtime listener of the show. Well, who would oh, have planted okay. him? Uh, the people who. 
pay people like twenty dollars to make a call, and you get paid for as long as you can stand. No, we don't. We don't plant calls on. Well, on we wouldn't know. You. Oh, no, it, it, that's it, not what she's claiming. You. You're saying to be some organization out there that would have had Howard yeah, call an agenda to, to say that our health care is horrible, and the VA is, uh, you know, represents like socialism medicine or something. It does. I mean, that's it, what the VA it, is. It's, it's socialized medicine. Well, I was a little volunteer there when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, most people don't have such complaints against the VA. But I was oh. calling about... Okay, that's your experience. But my experience uh, in talking to veterans is that uh, they have very similar experiences as how... I've heard some say they really like the VA, and I've heard others say that it stinks. And it, it, it seems okay. to be all across the board. Okay, so Howard says it stinks. Okay. Um, I had a general question, and then when I was on hold, when I asked the question to your screener... You're speaking about Chile, and um, you know I think that uh, you know Salvador, the demise of Salvador, the death of Salvador Allende. I think our government has something. All all evidence points to the fact that our government had something to do with that. But anyhow, so my broad question is, and you don't maybe have time to discuss it, is like I I know you guys are you know you want smaller government and everything. So what do you think? Like today in the news, uh, we've got Rice who is the um, ambassador to the United Nations, who is uh, supposedly a candidate for Secretary of State, taking the place of Hillary Clinton. What do you think uh, the role, because I think you've referred to me before as Helen the Socialist, because I've called you. <laughs> well, you so said, you called you yourself think? that. You've called yourself that, and you no, like it. I did not call myself that. You no, said... I just said I lived in France, and I said, you can call me a Socialist. So, anyhow. Okay. But, um... But what do you think the role of the United States should be? Are we supposed to be the, you know, the superpower here? Like, like what should our role be as ambassador to the United Nations or secretary of state? I know I wouldn't like to have that job. I wouldn't want to be on a plane every yeah, day. Yeah, I don't think that any of those things should be going on. I think that each individual should decide who to do business with and who to communicate with around the world. There should be no restrictions on with whom you can, uh, you know, interact around the world. But to have... You know, somebody with a title that is uh, an emissary to another uh, government. We don't even need the United States, I mean, as a concept in the first place. So I, I would just like to see uh, decentralization as much as possible all the way down to the individual. If I want to hire somebody from around the world, I should be able to do that. If I want to, you know, get into a contract with one of them, I should be able to do that. I should be able to let anybody come here to my, you know, house or my business that wants to come here from around the world. So I would say it should be. Be open to do business with all and interact with everybody. But while they're going to have these uh, positions, I would like to see people who are going to use peaceful means uh, in them as opposed to those would use otherwise. I thought it was laughable that Barack Obama talked about how um, Israel shouldn't have to deal with rockets fall- coming into its uh, co- sovereign area um, from the the Gaza Strip when he's firing rockets into uh, you know Yemen and and Pakistan and these kind of places. Helen, feel free to call back tomorrow earlier on in the uh, the show. We can get more into that discussion. Thank you, we'll see Helen. you tomorrow at freetalklive.com. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. 
It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.